Hey, hey, hey! Welcome to the Cheston Podcast. This is Cheston, the host. All right, let's go ahead and get into the hot topics for the week of January 30th to February 5th. All right, deadline reports Michael Jackson's nephew, Jafar Jackson, to play King of Pop in biopic titled Michael. Yes, it's official. Um, they have found the Michael Jackson uh, for the biopic, for the for the official biography movie um, based on Michael Jackson titled Michael. Um, the estate has his estate is signed on, so they will be you know his music will be all throughout the mo- the movie. But I think it's awesome that um, Jafar Sa- Jackson. Well, let me go ahead and go into who Jafar is first of all. Okay, so Jafar Jackson is the son of Jermaine Jackson, who happens to be Michael Jackson's brother, and um, he was a member of the Jackson Five. So. Yes, Jafar is Michael technically Michael Jackson's nephew, which I think is so awesome. I think this movie is going to be so good because, it, well, if you've seen pictures of Jafar, first of all, he looks like his uncle. There is a resemblance there. There is there's something there that that you can see. There's a connection, you know. Even when before I found out that you know um, Michael Jackson was actually in fact his uncle, I was like, dang, you know. When I saw his picture, I was like, oh, you know, he he kind of has the um, I don't want to say soft because I'm not. I'm not trying to call Michael Jackson soft because Michael Jackson. I don't. I don't see Michael Jackson as soft, but he has the the kindness. I will say that he has the kindness that Michael Jackson um, has in his eyes. Like you can you can just see it. Like it's just something that de- you could definitely can see a resemblance. You definitely can tell that they are related somehow when you see their pictures. Um, so I think it's perfect as far as casting goes. That like that was that was right on the head perfect i think that already you know is like um a, a good sign like a good omen uh, if you will like it, it's it's a good uh i don't know what i'm trying to say but I'm, I'm trying to say that i think the film will be even better now that i know that the lead role is actually in fact um a jackson by blood he he there is relation there and he also is a singer and dancer jafar himself so um and a lot of people i haven't heard any clips of him singing but a lot of people say that he sounds similar to his uncle so i think that even is going to be you know for my thing to make a biography good is if the person really can pull off who they're playing like you know if if they really can embody that person you know, if they, if you really like, when you see it, you're like, oh my God, I feel like I'm watching the real, you know, whoever it is on the screen. So that's what I, for me, that's what it is. But, um, the movie is being directed by Antoine Fuqua, um, for Lionsgate Studios. So Lions, Lionsgate picked it up. Um, Antoine Fuqua is the director and Jafar Jackson is the title, the lead role, uh, Michael Jackson. Okay. Um, like I said before, um, the Michael Jackson estate has given rights to the um, Michael Jackson's music musical catalog. So we're going to be hearing his music all throughout the movie. And also, um, the film will not shy away from the controversies from uh, the pedophile uh, accusations to his death in 2009 at the age of 50 from cardiac arrest caused by a cocktail of sedatives. So th- they're going to go there. Even the estate has signed on to go there. They're going to really give you 
as much I, I think they're gonna go there. I hope they go there. I hope they reveal a lot that we did not know about Michael Jackson and everything that was going on because they were such you know, the Jacksons is they they were such and still are a private family. They really are. Um I'm surprised that Janet Jackson was um as open as she was with her documentary, you know, um that she did with Lifetime. She was very transparent. I felt like we got a lot of answers to a lot of things. I hope they do the same thing with this biopic. I hope um not so much you i mean i'm not you know you don't have to tell everything but like just you know give us ideas especially when we go over like his skin conditions the plastic surgeries like give us an idea of what what led him to go there or what was the influence or you know i hope they you know i hope that's where they go with this film you know also um the production for the film it begins later this year so we're looking at probably in the next year or two, a movie release. We'll see. But I'm very excited. Congratulations again to Jafar Jackson, Jermaine Jackson's son. That is like a big deal. I feel like that is like the stamp of approval, the major stamp saying like this movie is going to be good. Uh, this movie is going to be good. It's going to be very good. And I'm excited. I'm excited. Now that, that, now, now that we got that, now that we got that news that his nephew is actually casted as him like that's really exciting you know and i think he's going to do an awesome an awesome job moving on page six reports marilyn manson sued he's being sued for allegedly sexually assaulting um, a 16 year old in the 90s yes now this is what i like to call vintage tea and what is vintage vintage tea anything that is even I'll you know what I'll even count two thousands like the early two thousands so like from two thousand to two thousand ten so from two thousand ten all the way back so that will be like the nineties the eighties the seventies the seventies eighties nineties two thousands you know that to me is vintage tea meaning like you know old stuff from you know um, older uh, from older older artist from back then or who who was out in those decades that i just mentioned before um like if we're finding out news about them now they might they they're probably not as hot as they used to be like for example marilyn manson who i'm speaking about right now he was majorly popular in the 90s hence the 16 year old saying that you know he um, at the time she was 16 in the 90s uh saying that he sexually assaulted her but you really don't hear about Marilyn, uh, Marilyn Manson now. So that's why I call this vintage tea because, you know, it's, it's, it's like, you know, it's news now, but he, this happened in the 90s. So that's why it's called vintage tea. But anyways, moving on. The lawsuit was filed in Nassau, wait, Nassau County Supreme Court. And it alleges after Manson invited the Jane Doe. Um, onto his tour bus. Yeah, uh, wait. Okay. So he invited Jane Doe onto his tour bus following a Dallas uh, show in September of 1995. And then when he invited her back, right off the back, he threatened that if she told anyone um, about, you know, going onto the tour bus or meeting him, you know, being, being brought back, that um, he basically told her he would kill her and her family. 
Uh, within weeks, he began calling the girl and asking her to send explicit sexual photos of her and her friends to his fan club, um, Satan's, I forgot what it was called, Satan something. But anyways, that that was the name. I, I know it starts with Satan, his fan club. It started with Satan something. I forgot. I wanted to I wanted to bring it, mention it, but I was like, oh, that's stupid. Oh, that's, you know, it's like a minor detail. But anyways, so he had this girl at 16 sending photos of herself, sexual photos of herself, explicit sexual photos of herself and her friends to his fan club. And he also allegedly invited her to a December 1995 show in New Orleans. Um, he took her back to his uh tour bus back on the tour bus and he became more aggressive and again sexually assaulted her um that time um this is what the lawsuit is alleging it also alleges um she became addicted to drugs and alcohol and was lured into manson's dark world of drugs alcohol sexual deviance harassment abuse and assault and it goes on to um, in 1999 at 19. So, so I guess she went on with this from the moment she met him back in 95. So she, she I guess she went on with this um, all the way throughout. You know, this this is the the next allegation is in 1999 uh, in 1999 at 19. Um, she was invited on tour with Manson, where he continually. Well, where he continued to groom and sexually assault her for the next four weeks. I guess she went on tour with him in 1999 and he um, groomed and sexually assaulted her. And the lawsuit also names um, the record labels Interscope and Nothing Records. Um, They're being accused of knowing his history of giving drugs to female fans and inviting minors onto his bus after shows. So they're saying that record companies, basically they're saying like it's a big net. It's a big system. Basically like um, they were protecting him at the time when he was doing these things uh, with minors. Um, And Marilyn Manson's attorney, of course, he states that Manson does not know this individual or remember meeting her, you know, whatsoever. And now, mind you, he says that, you know, into regards these allegations that came out from this lawsuit that was filed. But um, about a week ago, uh, he settled with um, he settled uh, with another lawsuit. Basically, he settled with actress Esme Bianco. Um, It was a lawsuit she filed in 2021. And her claims were in the lawsuit, uh, her claims were that he drugged her, tortured her, and sexually assaulted her. And the um, they settled, of course, but um, the terms of the settlement reached out of court are still unknown. So we don't know what exactly she got when she settled um, with him. But I'm sure it was an, an amount to keep her, you know, hush, you know, to keep this hush hush. Um, but... Even in that case, more than a dozen women came forward with allegations of sexual abuse against Manson after actress Evan Rachel Wood claimed on her Instagram in 2021 that he abused her, which he said is untrue. So um, based off of that, even we, you know, prior to this lawsuit that was um, filed, based off of that, I mean, you know, um, prior to the lawsuit, 
sorry for repeating myself, but, but what I'm trying to say is prior to the lawsuit that was filed recently, he already had over a dozen, more than a, th- a dozen women coming out saying the same story. He's, you know, sexually abusing them, sexually assaulting them, um, torturing them, which is crazy to me, but okay. Um, it, you know, I'm going to keep on following this story because I want to see what's going to happen. Um, but yeah, but you know what? And the crazy thing is, Marilyn Manson, I've been hearing, this is not the first time I've heard of Marilyn Manson um, getting sued for assaulting somebody or for some allegations of abuse or something like that. So it's interesting that he hasn't ended up in prison or in jail or in some type of like big time trouble because I keep hearing the same allegations. But anyways, I'm going to follow this story because I want to see what's going to what's going to be the outcome of this lawsuit maybe he'll settle with her because he just settled a week ago with the actress okay moving on a little wayne and beyonce they announced their 2023 world tours that's major um both people have been in the game for 20 plus years i love to see it i love to see consistency real superstars um i'm excited um, I, I'm trying to see Beyonce, to be honest with you. That, that's where my coins is going to. It's going to Queen B because I've seen her before. I've seen her more than once, more than twice, more than three times. I've seen Beyonce like a lot. And um, I, like I'm dedicated to seeing her because she puts on a great show. It's like she is somebody that gives you worth your money. So I'm, I'm really excited. I can't wait to see her shows. I hope if you know if, if you, you're trying to go, I hope you get your tickets because it's it's crazy. The whole waitlist thing that Ticketmaster is doing now, it's 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 bananas. But anyways, moving on. Page six reports Anna Delvey. Um, she's set to speak with Harvard MBA students. Okay. Um now for those who don't know who Anna Delvey is, um, there's a series called Inventing Anna that was released in February 2021 that's on Netflix. It's still on there now. Um it's basically uh a series about this girl's story. Um, well, let me just go into it. Anna Delvey, she's a convicted. Now, this is the words of page six, not mine, but this is what they wrote. They said that Anna Delvey is a convicted froster, fraudster, fake socialite, jailhouse artist, reality star. Okay. Um, they go on to say that plans are coming together for Delvey to speak to an MBA class at America's most prestigious university, Harvard. Um, sources are saying that she has also spoken to some New York, uh, some NYU students for their thesis and that Oxford University in England has reached out to her. Um which is crazy to me. This is so crazy that they're asking this girl. But but let me tell you what she did. So basically, in 2019, she was convicted for um, grand larceny and theft of services and attempted grand larceny for trying to fake her way into a $22 million bank loan for an arts club. Yeah, so basically she's a professional fraudster. <laughs> like reading that back, I'm like, okay. But the, here's the kicker: she's currently on house arrest, so we're gonna see how that plays out of her trying to get her to uh, speak at Harvard to NBA uh, to NBA students, which is crazy to me. What is this obsession? 
And they always do this. I remember back when Jersey Shore first came out and it was like freaking hot. They had Sneaky, a uh, Sneaky, sorry. They had Snooky, Snooky, that's right, Snooky. They had her come out and speak to the class. I'm like, what? I, I'm just trying to think. Like, I'm like, what is, what can Anna Delvey tell these MBA students? What, what? I mean, is she speaking to give advice? Um, I'm, I'm trying to understand, like, why would you have this girl who was convicted in 2019 uh, <laughs> for grand larceny and theft of services and attempted grand larceny for trying to fake her way into a $22 million bank loan for an arts club? Like, yeah, it, it baffles me. I'm scratching my head, but... I guess that's probably who they feel the students want to see or hear from. I don't know. All right, moving on to the next subject. Grammy weekend 2023 re uh, recap. I really don't follow the Grammys. Really don't care for the Grammys. It's all rigged, in my opinion, if you want me to keep it real with you. But I do normally post about the Rock Nation brunch. I love the Rock Nation brunch. Um, I think the reason why I love the Rock Nation brunch uh, so much is because I feel like it's the one event where um, all celebrities of color, um, athletes, rappers, actresses, singers, it doesn't matter. Like if you're, you know, if you're famous, basically, if you're a celebrity and you're of color, you're going to be at that one event, Rock Nation event, because it is. It's like the hottest, you know, event. To me, it's the hottest brunch on Grammy weekend, other than, I mean, everybody, of course, goes to Clive Davis's pre-Grammy party, but I, I really don't care for that, but um, all that happened this previous weekend, this past weekend, um, Rock Nation brunch was beautiful, uh, it was a little empty, I was missing some people, you know, normally I'm used to getting my yearly photo of Nikki and B, I'm not, not Nikki, sorry, you know Nikki ain't gonna be there, she don't like industry parties in the first place, so I'm not shocked, um, she was not in attendance or nowhere to be seen, but um, I was. what I wanted to say is I, w I wanted to get my yearly photo of Beyonce and Rihanna together at the Rock Nation, they always take a picture together at the Rock Nation brunch, um, I just feel like there was a lot of people missing, man. I mean, I saw some, you know, like faces. I was like, you know, it, I thought it was going to be good. You know, I saw a baby face, two chains, E40. I was like, okay, okay, some people are showing up. But I really, after that, I really didn't see anybody. Um, they were missing Rihanna and ASAP Rocky. That would have been great to see them show up. Um, hell, even if Cardi B showed up or Megan Thee Stallion. Megan Thee Stallion wasn't even there. And she's under Rock Nation. So I'm just like, what's going on? It was kind of dry. It was kind of dead. But it was beautiful. The setup was beautiful, how it was, you know, everything was beautiful. Beyonce looked good. She came in, worked the room. You know, Jay-Z was the, the man of the hour doing his thing. You know, it, it goes down like this every year. I'm just used to seeing way more superstars and celebrities there. I just felt like it wasn't like that this year. So hopefully next year, it'll be even more banging. Um, then it all led up to the 2023 Grammys. Um, to be honest with you, I didn't really watch them. I was in and out of them. Um... There, like I said, you know, in, in previous episodes on this podcast, I did say that, you know, Beyonce was planned to perform or that they were in talks to have Beyonce perform. That did not happen, of course. And of course, they fucking, of course, they gave her these little measly awards for her to be the most awarded, 
you know, um, artist in Grammy history, you know, it was kind of like, um, they slapped her in the face by not giving her album of the year, but, you know, tried to rub the slap by saying, well, at least you're, you know, you, you're the most awarded, um, you're the most awarded artist in Grammy history. So you'll be fine without, you know, album of the year, even though you've lost four straight years. Don't get me started. I don't even want to go into it or talk about it. I'm kind of over the Grammys, like I said before. Um, I feel like after this year, Beyonce should never attend ever again. Um, I just don't get how you guys, throughout the promo, throughout the show, you guys made it the Beyonce show. Like, literally, you had the host time and time again saying, where's Beyonce? Where's Beyonce? Because you knew everybody was going to be tuned in to see Beyonce and you guys played with that and I feel like it's gonna definitely backfire on your asses in these next upcoming years because I feel like Beyonce and Jay-Z they're done they have wiped their hands with the Grammys they are not going back you guys are not gonna use them to have fans you know watch which which what the Grammys has been doing for years time and time again they said so much this year that did not happen they said somebody that was that doesn't have a single out. I mean, that doesn't have an album nominated or that's not even nominated who was going to perform. That didn't happen. They said Adele was going to perform. That didn't happen. Um, it was just a lot of, you know, excuse me. It was just a lot of lying, a lot of um, false promotion, false advertisement to get people to watch and. It's definitely going to backfire on you guys, um, Grammys, Recording Academy, because you guys really messed up by, <laughs> yeah, this is, I think this is the last time you, like, you, I, I bet you that you're going to see a significant, a significant number drop next year with the viewership of the Grammys, because um, I'm, I'm, I'm a, uh, sorry, I'm officially checked out, I'm not. Yeah, I'm done with the Grammys. I'm not watching no more. You know, um, it's just it's it's nothing. Them awards are bought. Um, you can tell that record. It's 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 nothing but a popularity contest. Um, and it it just definitely to me just shows that no matter how good Beyonce is, you know. Or how popular she is, they're gonna find some way to, you know, um, shortchange her to like, you know, to do her wrong when she rightfully, de- you know, deserves what what she deserves. So I mean, like I, you know, like I said before, the Grammys, people are tired of y'all playing, and it's just gonna get worse for y'all. But I guarantee you, from from this ceremony going forward, from this year. Beyonce is not going to be there anymore. She's not going to be showing up. <laughs> because I know she's tired of y'all playing in her face. Like four straight years you guys have you know, dismissed her and passed her for the album of the year uh, category. And, and it, just, it, it, it just shocks me. And it's just so baffling because you'll hear about her album everywhere else. Every other publication or media source is praising it, saying it's the best this, best that. But for some reason, the Grammy vo- voters can't get together and agree, but want to vote for Harry Styles. And I'm not taking nothing from Harry Styles. I don't have a problem with Harry Styles. But that Album of the Year award, 
on Sunday night should have went to Adele or Beyonce. No Tino shade. Okay? All right. Well, that was all the topics for this week. Make sure you subscribe, share, and like on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, and YouTube. Make sure to follow the Cheston Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. A new episode will be uploaded. Uh, will be uploaded next Tuesday. Okay. Sorry about that. Thank you. Peace.